Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Betches Media presents. I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman, Joey does a shampoo, and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello, welcome to Thursday's episode of Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And we're here with some non scale wins and a dear DSD and just to. Just to brighten up your day. <laughs> What's going on, Sammy? Well, we just finished recording with Jared, so that was fun. I'm leaving for Colorado in a few hours, which I talked about on that episode. So you will have you're already in Colorado. I'm in Colorado. Right now. Yes. And are you having fun? <laughs> I'm just I mean, it's great, you know. I'll let you know how the transit is in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to hear about your transit anxiety and hopefully it goes well. I can't believe you guys are driving. Are you taking turns? Yeah, of course. Imagine I was just like, you must drive the whole time. Is there like a schedule? No. And, and it's three days. How long is the drive if you did it straight through? Like 35 hours. But you can't do that. In, like, you obviously can't do that. No. no, no, no. I suggested it, but I don't think it will, will be a good idea. No. Because then you're driving in the dark. So... And no, that's dangerous. It's so dangerous. Yeah. So we're doing two stops in hotels. And it's as that you're doing like a road trip or you, or you just didn't, didn't want to fly. No, we didn't want to fly. Also, there's just like, we're, we're going for five weeks. So we have like so much shit with us. It's not like a one week vacay. Oh my God. I didn't know you were going for five weeks. Did you not? Really? I had no idea. No. How long did you think I was going for? Like a week. No, we are not driving. We are not. So you're moving to Colorado. <laughs> I'm moving to Colorado. Yeah, exactly. Because we're we're not go- we're not just going for a week. We're going for like we're bringing the dogs. So it's like we're really staying there. So it's so dogs in a car. Yeah, in transit. Driving in a car with dogs. Yeah, that's riding in cars with dogs. Jeez, wow. All right. Well, can't wait to see. I'm sure going to see it on Insta Story. That sounds fun. Wait, where are you where are you staying in Colorado? Or are you making several? We're staying in like a random ski town near like Denver. The condo's on a golf course. So play some golf. And there's like a ski mountain, like no. There's a ski mountain like five minutes away. So are you gonna go skiing? That's like the whole point oh, okay. of this. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, well, I do <laughs> you think I do remember you love you love skiing and talk about how you got better and better and the other day was the, my 10 year anniversary of the first time I ever skied. Jordana sent me a photo of me carrying my skis down. The <laughs> oh, shit. oh, well, congrats. <laughs> um, all right. That was, I'm excited for you to thank you, you know, have a change of scenery. Do you have any updates? No. <laughs> I've been making a lot of avocado toast. That's literally my only right. update. Just been, oh, wait, I have a massive update. I, bought a Peloton <laughs> treadmill. <laughs> uh, that is a pretty big update. I have been wanting this treadmill for six months. I finally decided to 
buy it. I've been, I went to the showroom. I've just been like trying to convince myself. Oh yeah. I went to the showroom. It's great. We make an appointment one person per, uh, per appointment. And you know, I tried it and I was like, yeah, this is going to be it. So I'm excited. It's coming. It's said like eight to 10 weeks, but, um, mine said mine's coming in a, in a month. So life-changing. I've been thinking about this so long. Like when I wanted a house back like a year ago, I still want one. But when I was like actually considering buying one, I still am, but (laughs) (laughs) all I was thinking about, oh, where am I going to put my mouth on treadmill? It's so interesting. Like I I never think about like exercise equipment. You know, it's weird. I don't have any. It's weird. I I love it. I used to think it was a weird thing. Like as an adult, like I remember my mom bought an elliptical. She kept it in the, like the corner of like our den. Yeah. It's not weird. No, but it's like a strange like 90s thing. And now it's, do you know what I mean? Like the elliptical. No, but it's not. It's like every, it's. The elliptical is like such a ski, ski movement. Um, yeah. And then now it's like cool because of, you know, like at Peloton, home working Peloton out. commercials. Yeah. And, and, and how everybody works out at home now. So that'll be fun. That's exciting. I like looking forward to a delivery. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah. I, and it's coming on Rusty's birthday. And he's like, wow. Perfect. <laughs> Great gift for me. He, right. He, he's, he's like, I'm so excited. He, well, he is. He, he was like, he used to, he's not like a big spinner. And we got the bike. I convinced him. He's like, you're not even going to go on it. And I was like, well, bitch, I'm going to be on it. And guess who loves the bike so much? He wanted to upgrade us to the plus, but we're, we're waiting. He loves it so much. He's like, he's like, oh, you, you go on the tread. I'm not going to do it. I'm like, just watch this, this transition, how you're going to. He's going to go on it. Yeah. Anyway, you want to do a non-scale win? Listener non-scale win first. Yes. Hey, Sammy, Aileen, love the pod, especially how you both are bringing intuitive eating mainstream and distancing from toxic diet culture. I have a non-scale win to share. Pre-COVID, I was going to the gym almost every day wearing leggings and tight Lululemon racer racks. Flash forward to now, I've transitioned to home workouts only. I started to notice how I was having a bad body image day wearing the skin tight top would take a toll. I would suck in or do a lot of body checks in the mirror. I gave away a lot of my tight tops and bought a bunch of bracer backs that are flowy. And the difference in my attitude slash mindset is huge. I don't have to be thinking about my stomach constantly. And honestly, it has freed up a lot of mental space. No, this sounds like a small insignificant change, but wanted to share. No, that's big. That's a, you listened to what you needed and did what was right for you. And that's great. It's so intuitive. Like intuitive doesn't have to be like about eating. It, only eating. Yeah. It's about just like listening to how you feel and like making changes to make you feel the best in that moment. It's awesome. Absolutely. Do we have, do we have non-scale wins? I have a win. Okay, good. Mine's a food related win. And okay. yesterday, or maybe it was two days ago, I did something that I've never done before. Well, I know I say that actually a lot and I actually, it's not true. Like I've done those things that I say and I'm very dramatic, but I really don't think that I have done this before, which is I went in my freezer and I took out a new pint of ice cream, like I'm trying different flavors and I didn't look at the nutrition label. I just took out like what I wanted to eat and put it away. And then like, that was it. I noticed I was, I did it after I put it away. I was like, oh my God, this is like the first time I'm like really eating based on what I like want to eat rather than like what I think 
I should eat based on the serving size or calories. Even now though, like I don't, I, you know, like gentle nutrition, you, it's good. It's good if you're ready to know at least what like the nutrition is of that. But I was like, I'm not eating this ice cream for my nutrition. I'm never going to check on that shit. Yeah. Like I'm not, no, but it, it's, it's like a thing. It's when you're buying in a store, when you're choosing between A or B and like that, if you, if you read that part of the book, like, but you have to be ready. That's the last part of the book. You know, you have to have like very much peace with food, but if you're choosing between A and B and you're like, oh, I'm buying this for the protein, let me see, or I'm buying this to see like what ingredients are in it so that it's a little bit less processed maybe, then you would might choose A or B. But that again is at the very last stage. So I, I realize I'm not eating this ice cream for the fucking nutrition. I'm just like, I want some sweet ice cream and I want this flavor. And it was great. Right. That, that is great. I mean, here's the thing we're never going to forget the nutrition labels of things. Like I don't need, I will never need to reference a nutrition label to know generally the ballpark of calories, what's in it, what the, like what make, like I know in my head enough of those things. It's always going to be there. It's just like, how much is it driving a decision or like driving a guilt from a decision or something like that. Right. Absolutely. And like how he said in the very beginning, like the, the, the impetus or sort of that thing that's always in the back of my mind of like why I've chosen to do intuitive eating or like heal is because like having all that knowledge hasn't really helped me. (laughs) You know, I'm still in the same fucking place. And no matter how many, how much I know about every single food and what's in it, it doesn't, hasn't really helped me much. So yeah, that's my win. What's yours? So I think I did, I did this one either two weeks ago, or I don't remember if it was last week's Thursday episode, my attempt at like posing and like feeling my body so that I can like try to Mm -hmm. be happy with it. I really, really am struggling with it, but I am still trying. So my win is that I'm still trying to like push past the difficulty I'm having. Can you remind everybody what you're talking about? So I, so I, my win like a few weeks ago was like, I used, when I was thinner, I used to take like photos of myself and be like excited to photograph myself in outfits and like want to like capture in photos what I looked like, or even just in the mirror looking at clothes. But since I've gained weight, I don't really like enjoy that as much because I feel like I just feel self-conscious and uncomfortable with it. Like just admittedly. And so I started trying to think like, okay, well, when I used to like take photos of myself, I used to try to do like a good pose and like look like good and sexy and like just- To reflect how you feel. Right. To reflect like how I felt. So I was trying to sort of do that in this body, like now to try to, I guess, like get used to seeing my body at this weight as more beautiful or be happier with it. So that's what I'm continuing to try to do. It's, it's very hard to come to terms with just sort of how ingrained it is to only like myself in a smaller body. And I'm trying to reverse that so that my acceptance of myself is not conditional on a certain way. It's weight. so hard. I mean, you and I were texting about that when we were like looking through pictures to post for the te- our 10 year, like celebrating the fact that we like started this company 10 years ago and just like celebrating our friendship. 
and like finding pictures of the three of us and going through my, I went through like my whole phone and, yeah, and my phone is like the journey of my like literal weight gain loss. Fluctuations. Every fluctuation, like yeah. my wedding, a whole year and a half of wedding stuff is there. Plus prior weight losses. It wasn't just what the, since we started this podcast, there were, there were literally like, there was, there were weight fluctuations before the podcast even existed. Like, I know. It's great. And it's weird to also see like it in your phone and then maybe like the Facetune version of it on your phone, you know, like seeing all the different versions. Yeah. And that's also like what I like to remind myself is like this, the picture you posted or whatever was not real <laughs> too. Like back in the day, I haven't Facetuned a fucking picture in so long. I'm so proud of myself. Same. Um, yeah. But it's, it was just really difficult to like go through that and say, I'm okay now, right? Yeah, it was really difficult. And you and I talked about how like, it's just, it's hard to not say like, oh, why can't I wish I was skinny. That's what, that's what it, it brings up. It does. Right. And you're just like, oh, these outfits are cuter. Like you could sense the, the confidence. But again, the thing that I kept reminding myself when I was doing that was just like, but I was a different person. Like my, my values changed and like, I'm now learning how to still wear those same cute outfits for the body I have now. Right. Rather than living by this, like fate, this like false rule of all outfits can only be cute when you're smaller and you must hide now. So that's, that's a different mindset completely because I wasn't thinking that then. Yeah, like I kept trying to like ask myself, like, do you actually think that you look better or are you just brainwashed by like the society that you grew up in that told you that? And I literally try to sit there and I'm like, do I actually think that this looks better or or am I just used to that being the better? Or is that something that you're just like, I wanted this so bad and now I got it. How could I not think that it was it, it is better? Oh, there was definitely like a lot of, um, but you didn't think you looked good then either also. Because right. even as I'm looking at that, there's not one picture that embodies a mindset where I was like, you look good, you made it. Like not in a single photo. Right. Even my favorite photos, I know that I was thinking I still need to lose 10 pounds. Yeah. I, like I said, oh, I, I texted you this, that like the best thing about gaining weight after your wedding is going back and seeing how many more yeah. pictures you like because when you when i looked at them right after right i was like no i don't look good i don't look good I, okay this one is acceptable but now i'm just like wow the whole album is amazing <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's exactly how i feel and you've heard me you, everyone heard me complain about my wedding photos and now i'm like oh you look amazing you're so beautiful <laughs> exactly that's the upside Right. That is the upside. But then I'm like, I guess I've never been acceptable to myself. So clearly it's not the weight. It's the mindset. 100%. So that's my, my status. Okay. Well, I'm, you're doing, you're, we're together in the status. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime 
always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local Local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life, so it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Should we do a Dear DST? Let's do a Dear DST. I'll read this one this Okay. Time. Great. <laughs> Dear Sammy and Aileen, thank you for this podcast. It's my fave. Love you guys. I have literally listened to the podcast since the beginning and have kind of been on the same roller coaster as you guys. Roller coaster is really the right way to describe this. <laughs> yeah, it's just in a lot of ways. Always trying to figure out what diet is finally going to work. Why do I fluctuate 10 pounds from eating clean to eating all the things because I fell off the wagon? She really is on our roller coaster. Yeah. Um, I haven't been on our roller coaster. I really want to start intuitive eating because I'm so sick of trying to get back on that diet. I was supposed to get married last September, but postponed to June. I'm 32 and want to get on with my life. So we're probably going to have a baby and get married in 2022. 
Anyway, I bought the book. It's coming. And I'm curious if you have any pointers on where to start. I feel very anxious about weight gain and trying to change all my food rules that I didn't even know I had until you guys talked about them. I'm worried all I will want to do is eat sugar and desserts and carbs, aka everything in sight, and just gain like 30 pounds. What about like a trainer? Do I just tell them I'm doing my own thing? I don't want to change my physique. I know change is 90% diet. I feel so torn. I've been weighing my food and counting macros for years, and it's just never worked out. Thanks in advance, lost batch. Damn, exactly. Well, she's, she, yeah, I mean, I feel like everything we just said is kind of the answer to this email. But where, where she should start. Well, start, well, she's saying, where should I, chapter one, (laughs) like, like, I think you should read the book because I think like number one is understanding what intuitive eating really is, at least in like a full sense, because if you're, if it's, it's beyond just eating the sugar, desserts, carbs, everything in sight and the, and the weight gain, like there's a difference when you approach it, like I'm just doing it, just doing the steps versus like almost therapeutically approaching the steps. The other piece is that like, I question because she's going to have a baby and then get married. Like that's a lot of weight centric. And I mean, it's so sad that milestones in women's lives are like sort of marked by what will the weight be Uh um, just in general, but that does make it complicated. I feel like maybe instead of working with a trainer, maybe work with an intuitive eating therapist who can help you through what is probably going to be quite a challenging time while you're having a baby and then you're probably going to want to like lose the baby weight like I'm is what I assume she's getting at I actually think this is the right time to get this in order before you have a baby and before you get married because if you like your mindset because you're changing your mindset if that's really what you want to do like we're not here to like say this is the way Mandalorian like you're this is there there is no way it's what you want to do right so if you truly feel like you can't do another diet like that has to be how you feel before you like are actually ready to 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 do intuitive eating because the whole thing is like ditching the diet mentality. That's what we both said. Like, I can't, it's, it doesn't work losing weight, losing weight by this like strict diet, yo-yo diet mentality hasn't worked for me clearly. So what's the next thing? What will work? And you have to understand, you have to like define for yourself what it means for something to work. So if it means for you still to lose weight and be at a smaller weight, then I don't, then you can't, then it's not intuitive eating. You know what I mean? Well, okay. I think that I agree. I agree with that. If you want to understand better what intuitive eating the journey will look like, I think she should read the book. And then I think she should have a consultation with an intuitive eating therapist. Um, Just so that not, or not like a therapist or dietitian so that she can maybe like understand what it involves and potentially have a guide for her. I think it's really like, especially because she's going through so many other things, I really think that having someone guide her would help if that's what she wants yeah. to do. I mean, right. But if it is if it is something that you do want to do, um, and where do you start? Say you couldn't get a therapist, say that's not in your kind of thing, budget, or it's not something you can do. You could also pair the book with the workbook. Now, we're not, by the way, we get no money from this. I'm just saying that I've heard that it works for a lot of people. 
because it like helps you that that becomes your guide. Um, but there's no harm in just reading it, even if you're not ready, you know, there is no harm. When I started working with Elise Resch, she's one of the co-authors. I read the book already, but she first asked me and was like, do you ever think that you want to go on a diet again? Like, she's like, there's lots of people come to me and they're like, you know, I might, I'm thinking about going to weight, I'm back on Weight Watchers in like a month after I have my baby, like that kind of thing. And so like that, that, that person I know isn't really, isn't really ready for it. So once we got through that, she was like, okay, the first, I I don't go by the, the, the way that the book goes. I go by the first thing you focus on is like determining whether what you're eating is satisfying to you. Like, do you find satisfaction from what you're eating? Every meal, do you, are you satisfied by this meal? That doesn't mean every meal has to be amazing, but are you eating what you want to be eating? So it's like the whole, the, the practice is like going back to go within yourself rather than focusing on the external. Like, are you eating this because you should be eating it because you know, it's part of some plan somebody once made you that you downloaded or someone on Instagram told you you need to be eating this or some diet told you need to be eating this or are you eating this because you truly want to be eating this? It's sort of like the, the, the story I told about the ice cream. Like I genuinely went within and put in what ice cream I thought I wanted to eat rather than what was dictated by the serving size. And who knows, maybe I took less than the serving size, right? Like that's in the end of the day, that's the, or maybe I took double. Like the point is, is I took what I wanted and it doesn't mean I have to finish it either. So like, right. Focus, the focus first is on the satisfaction piece. Are you eating what you want to be eating? Are you happy with what you're eating? And after being on diets forever, you might have to do a lot of exploration into finding what you like. Like Sammy and I talked about that. It takes a while to determine what, what you actually like, what you like. And I, I do have to say, I've noticed so much more these days than back in the day, like when I wasn't doing intuitive eating, if anytime Rusty had food, I wanted like a bite. I've always wanted a bite. He's, he's like, do you want a bite? I'm like, yes, give me another one. Yeah. These days, he like, you want this? I'm like, no. I say no yeah. all the time, all the time. And he's always like kind of shocked. <laughs> and it's because I truly know what I'm eating is what I want to be eating. I don't need his food. I can get that another time when I want it. But I know that I don't right. want it. It's very fascinating to see the small changes and how they like come to be once you've been doing this for a while. It's true. And it gets easier. It gets like you become more in tune with your desires and it just becomes more of a reflex to actually ask yourself if you want it. And the practice of intuitive eating is figuring out what those signals are. Mm-hmm. And like where those signals are coming from. Like are, are they coming from like a place of shame or guilt or are they coming from a place of, yeah, are they coming from a place of hunger? Are they coming from a place of emotion? Like are you eating to, to cope? Those are all like real things to figure out. But I don't know. I know you're lost, but I don't worry. Like it's not a, you won't be. It's okay to be a lot, to be lost. You you know, many people are lost, you know, about a lot of different things. But you getting married and having a baby, those are all amazing things. And getting just what you, figuring out what you want for yourself is also an amazing thing. It's just, it's just sometimes it's, it's a little scary, I would say. 
right? Yes, very, very scary, very uncomfortable, um, very confusing. But we're here. We so. heal for you. Yeah, for you. <laughs> We heal for, for you. you. Um, all right. Well, guys, email us your dear DSTs. We hope that was helpful. DST at Betches.com. As Jared told us, we should say, guys, this is a short episode. Share it with your friends. <laughs> Just share it. You know, these are really shareable episodes. Put it on your story. Text a friend. It's really easy. You Just press that little share button. It's a little square, you know, with an arrow and you just go, boop, send to your most recent person you've been talking to. We all know how Apple works. And I feel like we were in a really vulnerable conversation in this one. At least I felt. You felt vulnerable. <laughs> I felt vulnerable saying that I miss being skinny because I feel like I feel guilty saying that. Oh, you know, I, f I found this account actually, and I can't remember what it was, but a, a common feeling for people who have had eating disorders is saying that they not only miss being skinny, they miss their eating disorder. They miss it. They miss that control. They miss the high of like, only having like beating your 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 calorie count and looking at it mm -hmm. i miss that but i feel i feel guilty saying it i think it's i think that's normal right no it's okay it's okay everybody feels it you know everybody's thinking about how we can get the thinnest possible it's not crazy that you've been thinking that your whole life and all of a sudden you're like i miss that you know it's yeah it's not crazy it just shows that you're kind of in a different place now it's, it's, that's right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, go share this again. <laughs> share Sammy being vulnerable. Share me being vulnerable. Share Lost Betch being vulnerable. And rate, review, subscribe. Follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Follow at Sammy. Follow at Aileen. And we're always with you through thick and thin. Betches.